problems of providing health care for homeless people. Norma is a nurse who works specifically with homeless people. The idea of our services and my role is to actually provide an access point to health. Many of the homeless client groups often, for a variety of reasons, find it very difficult in accessing health through a general practice, as most of us would actually access if we had a health problem, we'd go to our GP. A lot of the client group prior to us opening, if they had a health problem, they may try registering a GP service, but maybe, for example, if they had no address, perhaps were turned away from that GP practice and were presented to accident emergency, where often it was inappropriate for them to be attending with a sore throat. So it's about making access to healthcare for them. And the way I do that in my role is to provide some time at an outreach service in day centres where I have an open clinic. And by that I mean there's no appointments necessary. My clinic room doors open and clients can just call in to me with any issue that they have around health. And I would actually help facilitate that, give them education, advice, point them in the right direction to actually get that problem resolved. And the other part of my role is based within the surgery that we set up, working with a full-time GP to, again, have access to a medical opinion for certain illnesses where clients see me at a first base day centre and I ask them to visit the GP surgery. Once they realise I work at the GP surgery as well, often that's provided a very safe link for them and they'll present at the surgery. Whereas I think without that link, they may feel that they're not welcome at the GP surgery and actually not visit. And then the medical problem will actually get worse. Many of the clients that I see actually present with a whole complex health problems. It's very rarely is it one medical problem. So it often won't just be a sore throat. It may well be they've got a chest complaint that has been there for several weeks, a cough that's not getting better, pains in their chest. It may well be that they actually have some type of substance misuse and that will give a medical complex scenario if they drink a lot of alcohol, the problems that go along with that, if they're using drugs, illicit type drugs, whether it be orally or through veins, they will also present with some medical conditions in relation to that. So it's quite a complex medical picture and usually quite a, a lot of different areas to be looking at. And my role will be very much trying to help the client decide what's important to them at this time but maybe make them aware of the things that they don't see as important and that I can be there as and when they want to address that. And if necessary, go along with them to a GP to actually have a medical opinion sought. Or off into the hospital consultant appointment, if we get one for them, is actually to attend with them. Because I've become more of a friend to them, in a way. And it's about building up a rapport and a trust and relationship because I think that's extremely important to then address those health issues with them. I would say probably a quarter of my time is spent doing actually hands-on practical type work, maybe through trauma wounds that people present with, or wounds of any type, really. And then and the other three quarters of my time is very much about advice, guidance, trust and relationships, telling them what to expect when they get to a service. I mean, I had a gentleman recently who needed an X-ray, has never had a chest X-ray done, didn't know what to expect, and it's actually going through that process with them and telling them what to expect when they get there and to make them realise they won't get the result that day because I think otherwise that causes a bit of upset in their lives if they don't get a result and they're expecting one. The other problem that I see quite a lot of are mental health-type problems, and I think that generates from very much one of the isolation for them. 
And often the reason for becoming homeless may well be because of something that's gone wrong in their lives and relationships have broken down, whether that be in families or partnerships, and often they're out on their own. And very few people for them to talk to about how they feel. And so quite often people will discuss with me how they're feeling, which, again, for those of us that have got families and friends, often we can offload those anxieties, and often it is about offloading and sharing the anxieties to try and prevent some of the mental health difficulties. Access to any of the healthcare for the client group is very difficult, and some of those access points are people who have difficulties with dental problems, difficulties accessing a dentist, and again, that would be for a variety of similar reasons of not having addresses, etc. And obviously, less and less NHS dentists available now. So, dental problems are a big, big problem, and people will present with a dental problem right at the extremes. And the amount of people who have got tooth decay until it actually presents a pain, they will obviously want something done about it. Another presenting problem is a lot of the client groups do a lot of walking in the same pair of shoes, the same socks perhaps have little access to, to shower and sort of personal hygiene facilities. So we'll often present with feet problems. And the types of feet problems may well be basic athlete's foot type, corns on the bottom of their feet, which makes it very painful to walk. And then if it's actually causing pain to walk, they'll put the weight onto the other leg, which might then give them a painful knee. And then the, the problems actually perpetuate and you end up with more problems than just the initial presenting problems of feet. So one of the other things that we're trying to do in the town, or I'm trying to do in particular, is try and increase the access into dental services, optician services, and into foot care services. And that would be extremely good if we can get in before things start to happen. Brian, another big issue seller, who had a stroke of luck. Well, I was sold outside Victoria Coach Station, not begging with a blanket over me, and two Australian people come up, eat, eat a cup of tea and a sandwich, what would you do if I give you £50? And I said, well, I might catch up as to Brian. So they went back and back and give me a £50 note. And that's nearly six years ago. And I've been to Brighton and I am not back. In Brighton, they helped me out. Did Brighton they? Housing Trust helped me out. Well, they asked me if I had a deposit. Right. So I worked hard on a big issue. I got a right. £75 deposit. What? I was living on the streets of London 17 years. I've been in Brighton six years. I've been doing a big issue five years. Right. right. And now I've got myself a flat working hard on a big issue. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.